What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another live edition of Locked on Pirates. And on today's episode, we will be watching the Rule 5 draft as things pan out here at the San Diego Winter Meetings. It was a busy day in baseball as well, so we'll touch on some of that. As you can see right over there, we have the new comments will display here. The chat overlay is always, always open, so come into the live show if you want to be featured in the videos after the fact, or if you have a question for me while everything is happening, we can do all of that and more here on the Locked On Pirates podcast. Again, I am, of course, your host who does the most, Ethan Smith of the Locked On Pirates podcast, where it is your Pittsburgh Pirates here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Simply Safe and Bet Online, but more on both of them later. And with that said, guys, let's get into today's episode. You are Locked On Pirates, your daily Pittsburgh Pirates podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back, everybody, to the Locked On Pirates podcast. We have Harper Man here. Already saying hello from the YouTube channel. We are live on YouTube, live on Twitter, and live on my personal Twitter as well. So check this out all the time. I love doing the live shows. You guys make it a phenomenal, phenomenal time to be here and be a Pittsburgh Pirates fan. Again, we have the Rule 5 draft coming up here for the Pittsburgh Pirates. I believe it starts at 5 o'clock. It is 5.01. The stream has not popped up just yet. but. There is already news out of the Rule 5 draft that Thad Ward of the Boston Red Sox will likely be picked up by the Washington Nationals at the number one overall pick. We were live yesterday for the um, first ever MLB draft lottery, which the Pittsburgh Pirates won the rights to the top overall pick for the second time in three years. Go check out that live stream. We had Ryan Clary of Locked On Nationals on as well for that, so that was a very fun time. Uh, so just remember that the Pittsburgh Pirates, although they won the draft lottery yesterday, do not get the right to the number one pick in the Rule 5 draft. That is all just based off of how things usually go. And usually the Rule 5 draft, a little bit interesting. We've seen the Pirates be very active um, in this uh, part of things that are usually going on in the Rule 5 draft over the last couple of years. Of course, the most famous Rule 5 draft, arguably, in MLB history, and I don't even know if it's really argued, is Roberto Clemente for the Pittsburgh Pirates way back when. Um, but if you take a look uh, right now at the Rule 5 draft order and how things look, there's only a couple of teams currently that have 40 players on their uh, or 40 players on their 40 man roster. Uh, that includes the Royals, the Rangers, the Angels and the Diamondbacks, as well as the Tampa Bay Rays. So those teams will probably not be very active in the Rule 5 draft. And for those of you who don't know how the Rule 5 draft works, basically you can pick up a non-40-man roster guy from another major league team, but that player must be on your MLB roster for the entire 
remainder of the following season, if that makes sense. So you've seen teams in the past pretty much pick up. Mostly it ends up being pitchers most of the time because you can stash those guys in your bullpen. They barely play or even play a little bit, get a little bit of major league experience, and then you send them back down to AAA or AA or wherever you find it suitable in your system for them to go. That's usually how this whole process works for um, the Rule 5 draft. Now, of course, again, as I mentioned, the Pirates have been involved in the Rule 5 draft in the past. Um, we'll see what they decide to do here. Uh, there were some notable names, of course, that they did not protect. Matt Gorski, Cody Bolton, a couple of those names that might ring a bell to everybody here in the stream. Also, Harper Man says, Pirates, fun fact, the Pirates AAA team used to be based in Hawaii in the 80s. Uh, Steve Offenbaker of... Um, Locked on Reds would love that. That's actually where he lives. I'll have to let him know that. Uh, but the Rule 5 draft, again, should be underway here pretty soon. Um, I am scouring the Twitter base to see what is going on here um, amongst everything. Uh, Pirates will use the... So in Major League phase, the Pirates will use the number three pick to select left-hand pitcher Jose Hernandez from the Dodgers. So that is the news that we were waiting for. Um, so let me go ahead and pick up his stuff that we have here. Um, again, we are live, so I will be looking at this. He was a Tulsa Drillers player. So we are going to do the wonderful thing that I love to do here, which is share my screen. Uh, we're going to share the tab, though. And you guys are going to see me get a little bit smaller. and then. You will see the screen get bigger. So here we are. And, and things look very interesting here for this. So I'm actually going to see if I can make this a little bit bigger. Make it a little bit bigger. It's not going to make it any bigger. But you can kind of see what's going on here with Jose Hernandez. It appears that the Pirates will be picking him up per Rob Berthamal. I forget. I sorry if butcher his name, guys. I don't know, but Jason Mackey is also um, said that as well. Jose Hernandez. We take a look at what he's done. Three four one ERA across his entire career. Twenty twenty two four four with a three three two ERA. Fifty one games over that, or fifty one games over that span and two starts. He's twenty four years old. 231 career strikeouts over 206 innings. That's the kind of thing you like to see. We'll scroll a little bit here. Of course, tough time in rookie ball. That's very uh, a familiar thing to see for the most part with a lot of these guys who get into rookie ball. Uh, but obviously, it looks like his best year came in 2022. Uh, it looks like the Pirates got themselves a little bit of a guy. Uh, he played at high A and then uh, also at Tulsa in double A. Most of his time was spent in double A, though, which is a good sign. But we will see what the Pirates do. We just saw them add. Um, uh, how much does he help? That's what I was just about to get into. Um, they, you just saw them pick up a left-handed uh, arm in uh, Jarlin Garcia. Now they get another left-handed arm, a younger left-handed arm here in Jose Fernandez. And also, according to Jason Mackey, the Rebs, uh, Reds also grabbed Blake Sable, um, a guy that a lot of people were uh, very interested in why he wasn't protected, but he is now a Cincinnati Red. So we will keep everything afloat here in terms of how this is all going. 
Um, but I, th- I think Jose Fernandez is the kind of guy that can come in and potentially help this team out pretty quickly. Um, and the Pirates have made it official. Welcome to Pittsburgh, Jose Hernandez. Of course, he was a Tulsa driller for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Some other fun news, Cole Tucker is also um, signing a minor league deal with the Colorado Rockies. Um, and there is already a lot of stuff going on here. Uh, we'll have a full list before we go to our first ad break. Uh, Baseball America, the Nationals get Thad Ward, uh, who is regarded as one of the most ready and higher ceiling pitchers available. The A's went Ryan Noda, first baseman from the Dodgers. Pirates, of course, go Jose Fernandez. Um, <laughs> Baseball America said this was also the first guy they didn't write up, foiled again on 100%. The Reds go Blake Sable. The Tigers go Mason Eglert. Um, the Rockies go Kevin Kelly. The Marlins go Nick Enright. Um, and Nathan, of course, says, you're usually looking for a death reliever in Rule 5. I'm a Cleveland fan. We grabbed Trevor Steven from the Yankees last year, and he was by far the best Rule 5 pick in Cleveland history. Has Enright gone Cleveland guy that was probably just taken? Uh, I believe that I – oh, yeah. I th- I was going to say I think that it did go through. Um, most of the picks are already kind of on Twitter. You just have to find them. Um, Gus Varland, another Dodger that goes. Uh, the Cubs, Twins, and Red Sox all passed. Nick Avila was picked up by the White Sox. The Giants passed. Andrew Pilati was picked up by the Baltimore Orioles. The Rays passed. The Phillies get Noah Song from Red so- uh, the Red Sox. And Jose Lopez from the Rays is now a San Diego Padre. So a pretty active Rule 5 draft um, from what we've seen so far. But we'll get a little bit into more about um, Hernandez here in just a moment. But I want to let you guys know about the wonderful people over at Simply Safe. Of course, as locked on at Locked On Pirates, we believe home should be where you and your family feel safest, especially over the holidays. This season, give yourself and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated security system, Simply Safe. And right now, Simply Safe is offering Locked On Pirates listeners 40% off a new security system, but don't put this off. Of course, Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report, a third year in a row. In an emergency, 24-7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply uh, Safe to capture critical evidence and verify that the threat is real so you can get higher priority police response. Simply Safe is whole home security with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. It also gives you HD security cameras for inside and out and smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when a threat is real and even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. 24-7 professional monitoring service costs under $1 per day, less than half of the uh, the price of traditional home security systems. So don't miss your chance to save big on my favorite security system. Get 40% off any new system at simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB to take advantage of 40% off of your, any new system today because there's no place like Simply Safe. So the Rule 5 draft, once again, the Pirates do pick up 
Hernandez and Justice De Los Santos, another great follow on Twitter for Pirates News, uh, highlights that Hernandez 24 posted a 3-3-2 ERA with 69 strikeouts in 59 and two-thirds innings with high A Great Lakes and double A Tulsa last year. When the signing of Jarlin Garcia becomes official, the Pirates will now have two lefties on their 40-man roster. And I think that's my biggest takeaway here is now the Pirates not only have Jarlin Garcia, who they acquired uh, yesterday or the day before, I think it was actually the day before, I kind of get lost in that stuff, uh, but they now get uh, Fernand, uh, Jose Hernandez here. Big, 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 big pickup for the Pittsburgh Pirates, uh, in my opinion. You can never have enough lefties. You can never have enough of that going on, and sorry about all of that, guys. Um, gotta love that. Got to love that, um, but we're going to delete those messages hopefully here in just a minute. Um we're going to add those to the block list and the restream chat. Um, but anyways, very interesting that uh, we see a Pirates player in Blake Sable go. We uh, then also see passes pretty much across the board uh, on the MLB side after the fact. Uh, the, it appears that the first round ended around 25. Again, the M, uh, the minor league spot finished up and it does look like that the pirates are avoiding disaster in terms of losing anybody else that they did not protect. But again, Jose Fernandez or her, her uh, Jose Hernandez. I'm going to keep saying Jose Fernandez. Sorry guys. Um, again, pretty solid stuff that you see here. Of course, I think 2022 was his overall best year. He did have 15 games and 27 innings in 2018 that I liked, 296 ERA, uh, another kind of thing. He was a starter in 2017 and started 14 games with a 252 ERA. That was also in rookie ball, though, so we'll kind of see how that all plays out. But again, I still think that the biggest takeaway, and I may sound like a broken record here, but the biggest takeaway here to me, uh, is that the Pirates add another left-handed pitcher. And as Nathan alluded to, if they don't want um, Hernandez to really be that crazy guy for them in the bullpen, they can stash him if they'd like to. But I think that he'll be a pretty viable left-handed pitcher option. I do like the idea of him being here. I think him and Garcia can be very good left-handed uh, pitching options out of the bullpen uh, based off of these stats alone. And, of course, on tomorrow's show, I'll get into this a little bit more. Uh, they do pass in the second round of the Rule 5 draft. So we'll see again what happens here. Uh, Matt Gorski and Malcolm Nunez, two of the biggest names the Pirates did not protect, are still okay. Um, but as far as the MLB portion of things, to recap for anybody that may have just joined, Jose Hernandez, left-handed pitcher from the Dodgers system, is acquired by the Pittsburgh Pirates at the number three pick in the Rule 5 draft. They do lose Blake Sable at the following pick to the Cincinnati Reds, um, which is a win. I think that's a win for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Blake Sable, not the craziest of players uh, for the Pirates to lose. Again, Malcolm Nunez and... Uh, Matt Gorski to me were definitely guys that I think you could have worried about to lose more. Sable already 24. He is an outfielder, but I think the biggest reason why the Pirates did not protect Blake Sable is if you look at where he bats, they already have a huge amount of lefty um, lefty bats in the outfield. They didn't need another one. 
Uh, Blake Sable, again, as mentioned, not a terrible season for him, not a terrible player by any means. I mean, a career 282, 372, 478, 850 guy. It's just, can you really afford to have that many outfielders on your 40-man roster? I think that was the biggest question here for Blake Sable. I think that was the biggest thing that the Pirates had to worry about. And again, for that to be the only player they lose, I think that that's a win for this Pirates team. I don't see how you don't think it's a win for this Pirates team. But I enjoy seeing that for them to, again, acquire yet another left-handed arm. Uh, we'll see again what Hernandez can do. Um, we'll see. I mean, how do you guys feel about the result? We are live. I want to see how you guys feel about this. Um, how do you feel about the acquisition of Junior Hernandez and the losing of Blake Sable? Um, also to add on Hernandez, 96 mile per hour fastball also has a slider that he likes to use a lot. Um, so we will continue to do that. I will also probably hit up, um, Lindsey Crosby of locked on MLB prospects to get a little bit of more information on, um, Hernandez. So Nunez, Tanaj Thomas and Cody Bolton and a lot of the at-risk prospects are safe now. There's still a minor league portion, but you can't select a player who is on a AAA roster. A lot of the guys who get taken here are going to be lower level, not on top prospects list. So the Rule 5 draft is not completely over, but the MLB portion and the portion that the Pirates truly had to worry about in terms of the guys that they would lose is indeed over. With that said, um, again, I love this. Uh, the Rule 5 draft is always very interesting because you never really know what's going to happen here. Uh, Harper Man says, do you think we should pick up a center fielder just in case of Reynolds getting a Kingdom's offer? Also, if Jose can help us get to the world, <laughs> the, um, the wild card eventually, then I'm happy. Uh, I agree with that. Um, as far as the center field thing goes, I think you still wait and see uh, what ends up happening for the market on him. Um I, I, realistically, I think that's how they have to think here. Um, also, because I think if they pick up a center fielder, it's going to kind of diminish the value of trading Reynolds. Um, but I, I mean, I'm not going to rule that out, Harper, man. I wouldn't rule it out at all that they could pick up a center fielder. But remember, G1 Bay can also play that position, and they have a lot of outfielders that they still need to get looks on uh, in the minor leagues and on the roster as currently constructed. So uh, Reynolds' trade I don't think necessarily means they have to get a center fielder, but I'm also not ruling it out. Uh, Tasha says, if I think of it as just a straight up trade Hernandez for Sable, then I like it. Only thing that kind of sucks is that Hernandez has to stay on the major league roster all year. So if he sucks, we're kind of screwed. Well, as mentioned before, um, and I'll highlight it when he said it earlier, Nathan, uh, I can't pronounce his last name, but I will highlight it and show it here to you guys. Um, you're usually as he mentions here, looking for depth in the uh, bullpen at this point. And as you mentioned, if he does to use your verbiage, suck. Uh, they're not really screwed because Jarlene Garcia is already here. He's a guy that can be that left-handed option for you in the bullpen if Hernandez does indeed get shelled a little bit. If Hernandez does start getting shelled, which, again, is a possibility, it's something that could happen, then you just bury him in the, in the bullpen you kind of construct the roster around a point where he never has to play. And then you send him down next year and let him figure it out. And at by that point, he's only 25. 
He's only 24 years old, so he still has a lot of time to figure it out. Um, so we will see what happens there. And then Alex asked, do you see this team adding any more pitchers? Uh, with the acquisitions of Vince Velasquez, Jarlin Garcia, Dowry Moretta, and now yet another pitcher in Jose Hernandez, they may add one more uh, because Hernandez, Garcia, and Moretta are all relief pitching options. Uh, Vince Velasquez also, I think, should be a uh, relief option, but we'll see what they decide to do with them. I still think they need to go out and get a bona fide starter. Uh, that's remains to be seen because baseball has gotten pretty busy over the last couple of days. If we haven't noticed since about Saturday with the Brian Reynolds news, that kind of just sparked a fire under a lot of things that have happened. And we're going to get into today in baseball in just a moment. And I will finish answering your question on that here in just a moment, Alex, but I want to let you guys know about the wonderful people over at bet online. Of course, bet online is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball, to soccer, to hockey and esports. They've got it all at bet online and if you love sports podcasts you can find those at bet online as well they're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix so head to the website today or use your mobile uh, device to learn more about the trends and action happening today and bet online is where the game starts so again to get back to uh, your question alex i would bet that they probably pick up one more guy uh definitely a starter is something that they need something that I value the Pirates need for the most part. Um, but again, it's really what they decide to do. Um, and how you want to look at it is basically this. Do you think that the Pirates are going to need another one? Genuinely. Uh, if Vince Velasquez starts a game for this team, I will spontaneously combust. I kind of agree. Uh, I definitely would rather be him be in a long relief role personally, but we'll, we will have to see. Um, definitely going to want your opinions on everything that happened today, though. Uh, we saw in the division, Jamison Talion goes to the Chicago Cubs. Wilson Contreras went to the St. Louis Cardinals. So a little bit of flipping around there uh, going on between the Chicago Cubs and the St. Louis Cardinals, filling obvious needs that they needed to fill. Uh, but the biggest news, of course, coming out of baseball today was that Aaron Judge is re-signing with the New York Yankees. To me, it didn't come as much of a surprise. Uh, other money was definitely offered elsewhere. Uh, the Padres reportedly offered $400 million. The Giants reportedly offered a, about 10 or 15 more than what the Yankees ultimately got him for. I just think he genuinely loved playing in New York. And that's what made him do it. I also think that he is going to get captaincy uh, in New York for the first time since Derek Jeter. That was the obvious big um, news out of baseball today. But any other questions, guys? Any other questions about um, the Rule 5 draft? Any questions you think about the Pirates and what they need to do over the next uh, couple of weeks in winter meetings? Um, before the new year kicks off, anything that you guys might want to hear on the podcast that I could talk about on future episodes, I would love to hear all of your thoughts.
And I do think um, Tom Lord says free Josh Van Meter. Uh, random, but most underrated Pirates of the last decade. I definitely think Josh Harrison has to be on that list. I just think his energy that he brought to this team was just unmatched. Uh, I think he was one of them. Um, Corey Dickerson, even though he wasn't here that long, I think he was a good, safe guy to say he was underrated as well, although he won a gold glove. I did like what he did here. Um, Jay Hay was the man. I actually have his jersey right over there still. It's still on my wall. Um, free Josh Van Meter. Uh, Tosh asks, so is Malcolm Nunez definitely safe then? Yes, he is definitely safe. Um, he did not get selected in the MLB portion, so he cannot be selected in the MILB portion because he is on the AAA Indianapolis roster. Uh, who would you want back from the Mariners in a Brian Reynolds trade? Um, I definitely think you have to start with Matt Brash, and that's actually what our episode is about tomorrow, uh, Samuel. So definitely tune in tomorrow uh, around the mid-afternoon. That's when most of my episodes come out. That will be what we're going to get down there. Um, <laughs> that's definitely going to be what we're going to be talking about there. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, st- uh, players and prospects that I want to get and what you would start offers with, in my opinion, for Brian Reynolds. And I will give you a spoiler. If I'm the going after a Mariners player, I definitely think it has to start with Matt Brash. The kid is absolutely phenomenal, and I think Pirates fans would love him. Uh, how about talking about the Pirates in the 1903 World Series? Good fla- uh, flashback history lesson. I did an episode like that too, not, uh, not too long ago where I went back um, – to the 1979 World Series, 1971, 1960, and I kind of highlighted the other two, um, but I definitely did do that episode, so I can uh, shoot you that if you need me to. Uh, you also said Dylan Cruz season. MLB draft still a long time away. We'll have to see. Uh, break down why pitchers suck when in Pittsburgh and then Flores would trade it. I wish I knew. Uh, who wants to bet that the Pirates will draft another middle infielder with the number one pick instead of what they need more, a guy like outfielder Dylan Cruz? The MLB draft is just so hard to gauge because it's so far away. Like, don't forget when the Pirates had the number one pick in 2021, it was Kumar Rocker season. And then Kumar Rocker didn't even sign with the team that drafted him that year. So it's very, very, very hard to put a gauge on what the Pirates will do in the draft, especially in December. It's also hard to see what players will even be worthy of that number one overall pick or if the Pirates are going to go over slot or under slot with that pick. They've shown um, a willingness to go under slot most of the time. Of course, they picked Termar Johnson last year. I think that's a very good option in the system there. Um, but I, at right now, I definitely think the pick would be Cruz or the pitcher from Texas, either one of those guys. Um, uh, Tom, you, I, I, I know. Uh, okay, maybe flashback on when they made the wild card in 2013. I did have an idea on that Harper man where I wanted to basically, I wanted to make it like a week long or like a three episode thing where I watch the game. I'm not allowed to watch it physically on the podcast, I'm not allowed to use MLB's highlights. Uh, due to uh, locked on stuff, but I would love to like show the box score and kind of just give my thoughts on everything that happened. Like, of course, the Johnny Cueto dropping the ball in the mound thing with Russell Martin going uh, deep to left center field. That would be an awesome thing to cover. Um, 
Of course, you had Marlon Burr getting his first postseason home run with the Pittsburgh Pirates, and you had them winning the game, period. So that's something that once we get to the dog days of the offseason, like the end of this month in like January, uh, I'll definitely get into that, and that'll definitely be something that I explore. Um, with that said, though, by the way, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this Pirates Rule 5 Draft live reaction. Of course, as a recap, they lose Blake Sable, but pick up Hernandez from the Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, very fun, very fun, very fun stuff. Guys, thank you so much for tuning into these, as you always do. I really appreciate it. Make sure you go follow me on Twitter at MVP underscore Ethan or at Locked on Pirates for all your news on the Pittsburgh Pirates. And with that said, guys, thank you so much. Have a blessed evening, and I will see you on the flip side.